Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar this week? Always exciting. Today is a very big day in the land of solar in California because uh, today, supposedly, the CPUC is voting on the new net energy metering rules, uh, kind of called NEM 3.0. Oh, boy. That will, uh, you know, everyone is in a panic about. I'm not so much in a panic about, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so today is the day that the CPUC is supposed to be voting, and so we will uh, we'll find out. Uh, but the interesting part is that no matter where anyone lives, uh, their utility company is watching what California is doing because uh, they're trying to figure out what makes sense for their utility. So oh, boy. Uh, what's happening now is probably going to spread across the country and spread right. across the world. So, and in regards to solar, so we'll see what happens. Uh, my inclination is that it will get passed because uh, the utilities are saying that it was a, you know, it should never have been set up like this in the first place. Uh, and the solar industry and climate people are saying, hey, any changes mean that we're going to be reducing solar adoption and we want to increase solar adoption to get to are net zero uh, carbon emissions by 2035 or 2045. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think, uh, as I've mentioned before, I think PG&E has a plan that if uh, it makes less attractive on the net energy metering side, they will make it more attractive by increasing the stick, which means increasing electricity prices. Mm. So make solar even more attractive than it is right now. So. So even if it passes, they're still they're still going to raise rates either way. I would assume. I, I mean, I I would expect in my adult soon. life, I've never <laughs> seen them go. Hey, let's turn it down a little. Yeah. Oh, great! We have this awesome benefit. Well, now we can take it easy on our other customers. Nope. But they're going to be pounding them because now they're it's you know we're never not in fire season. And anyway, so it's it's very interesting, and we'll find out hopefully by the end of today, Thursday. Uh, December 15th, whenever anyone's listening to this, might be old news by the time our, our, our listeners hear this podcast, but uh, we'll, we'll give you an update as soon as soon as we, or as, after I have a chance to uh, digest it all and then think about it and then translate it. We'll yeah, translate it. Jeez yeah. Louise. It's just surprising to me that anything gets done during the month of December <laughs> in terms of our, I mean, really? I know. They I actually know. are meeting. Are you sure? This is, it could be postponed again. So ah. there's a lot of backlash and a lot of politicians who are jumping up and down saying, we can't let uh, the utilities win. That's, you know, but, but then there's plenty of, plenty of politicians on the other side that are saying, no, they have to. And all that backlash. So, uh, where are you mm -hmm. seeing this backlash? <laughs> oh, all over the place. Wow. I, you know, I'm in 
I'm in all the solar circles. Yes. Plugged in. But today I wanted to talk yes. about a different uh, project okay. that we ju- we actually just finished today, and it's solar on an Airbnb. And I know Ooh. you're a big fan of Airbnbs. Yes. And when you go to one, how, and you're probably a one-off, but uh, <laughs> so you're probably not a good example to ask, but in general, have you noticed that when you get there, do you turn on the air conditioner and leave leave it, <laughs> leave it on forever <laughs> basically not care about the uh you know how much power is being used and that kind of you know let, let the hot water run all that kind of stuff so i imagine you're not but other people <laughs> <laughs> no i don't but other i can well it's a big big problem with sure. uh, airbnbs and that's why they they charge so much or a lot of times ah. is because they have gigantic utility bills and I've talked to Airbnb owners who say, well, you know, yeah, solar, I guess would make sense, but it's really expensive. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, it's, so I wanted to talk about this a little bit and why it makes sense for every single Airbnb, if possible, you know, a lot of them are condos or apartments, but mm-hmm. uh, if it's a, if it's a home or a building, it certainly makes sense to consider solar and I'm going to throw in electric vehicle charging as well. Yes, please. Yes, please. And there you go. And that's the reason is because so many Airbnb owners are not electric vehicle drivers that they really don't care <laughs> if if it makes it easier. So a lot of times uh, people who rent an Airbnb, they, they might be driving or they might rent an electric car and they need to charge it up. Yep. And if they, and so now this is a new setting, a, a new filter on Airbnb that the that the home or the place has EV charging, and if let's just say it's a Tesla Model S or you know one of the new uh, the GMC Hummer electric vehicle or the Ford F one fifty Lightning EV, mm-hmm. people go on a road trip. They're only looking for places that have uh, electric vehicle charging. Yep, that's me. That's you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you I, don't have one of those giant cars. So no. let's just say it's that new Hummer EV that uses <laughs> the most electricity of any electric vehicle ever made. And so <laughs> I don't have one of those. So, you know, let's just say you, you're coming up from LA okay. and you drive the, you know, you charge up once, but uh, let's just say you need to charge 250 miles worth. Uh, and let's just say that's 50 kilowatt hours that you need to charge up from the Airbnb. Well, that's a lot of electricity. Right. And you know, you check out or in your Hummer EV and then you drive away and the uh, Airbnb owner is stuck with a gigantic bill. So it would probably be if the person stayed for a week, for example, and they charged every day, uh, it would probably run them about $750 uh, for the charging, which is just wow. Way le- yeah, it's on, almost on par with gasoline. Now the gas prices have dropped, but it's, it's a lot on one of those big cars. And the Tesla yeah. Model S or the Model X, those are big uh, energy hogs as well. And so, but people travel in families and, and rather than flying. And so sure. they're going to be traveling electric. And not to mention the, the Airbnb uses electricity already. And the owner is paying for those uh, electricity bills. So uh, in the one that we just finished, uh, you know, I'm advising the owner, you know, not only uh, go solar, but also, uh, you know, consider switching out all of your appliances from natural gas to electric mm-hmm. and then adding more solar. 
And so she's, uh, she's investigating and she's considering, but you know, this, the first round of solar went really well. And she's very excited because not only does her property qualify for the 30% tax credit, uh, but it also qualifies for the federal depreciation expense. And so, mm-hmm. uh, so it's a further incentive. And so the depreciation expense in her tax bracket is going to offset another 29% of the project between the state and federal depreciation. So plus the 30% is uh, 59% of the project that she's going to get back in terms of uh, solar benefit. And so that means her break-even point for the solar is only about three to four years. Oh, wow. And then she's also uh, already, you know, her place was not... uh, it was not selected for electric vehicle charging, but now that it is, uh, she said that already her uh, reservations are going way, way up. So people are already reserving for summer for her uh, her place. So Yeah, I, I know firsthand experience. Um, this is something that I have to reach out to each host before mm-hmm. I uh, reserve it is, hey, we have an electric vehicle. It's this volt. I have everything. All I need is an outlet. Are we cool? And yeah, I've had some people say, no, we're not. <laughs> and then other people say yes. And I always give them you know, 20, 30 bucks at the end of the two nights to Ooh. say thank you. Uh, but maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know. Yes, you probably are. Uh, but uh but it's very nice of you to do so. And uh, I think it, this will be getting bigger and bigger. And it just makes sense for people who have Airbnbs to, you know, because this is just money straight out of their pocket. Right. And then the last part I wanted to touch on is commercial real estate is valued at a different uh, metric than residential real estate. Okay. So residential is, you know, how much did that house that's kind of like mine sell for? And that's the comparable. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, that's what I need to price my house at, maybe a little bit more. In commercial real estate, everyone's kind of looking at the cash flows. So how much rent is it bringing in? Sure. And how much, you know, what's the revenue? And the, you know, if they have an expense that comes out of the cash flow as well. And so electricity expense is a pretty big expense. And so if the owner can reduce that electricity expense, it's like raising the rent without raising the rent. <laughs> so, mm. it, you know, it's again, it goes back to it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Right. Yeah. And so the owner is keeping more. And then that cash flow, along with the tax incentives, go right to their bottom line of their cash flow. And then that cash flow is divided by their cap rate. And the cap rate is kind of like a, a metric in the commercial real estate industry that says, okay, if you own property in downtown San Francisco, it's at a cap rate, let's just call it at, you know, 12. And so they divide that the cash flows by 0.12. And then that says how much this building is worth. <laughs> and so okay. it's pretty interesting. And so what it means is anyone with commercial real estate adding solar shrinks that that they are actually paying for. So if they're passing it on to the tenant, then it doesn't doesn't count. But if they're paying for it, the owner is paying for it, then it's a super no-brainer for them to add solar. So and electric vehicle charging too. So Question. pretty cool. Yep. If I have an Airbnb and it's like a second part of my house mm-hmm. and I add solar, does that mean it's commercial or residential or is it split down, you know, whatever 60-40 kind of thing, depending on how the size of the 
the unit? The reason that's an excellent question is because you need to talk to your tax professional, Adam. Because <laughs> I was going to ring a bell. That. My first excellent question ever. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's it's because we get these questions all the time. Yeah. And I have to direct people back to their tax professional because oh boy, people, some tax professionals are super conservative and just say no to everything no. because yeah. if they are representing you in an audit, they want to say, you know, hey, I, I told them not to do it. They did right. it anyway or whatever. So, but if they will say yes, then that means they're willing to defend it. And mm, so it's really it. how aggressive <laughs> your tax professional wants to be in this, uh, this situation. So, and the same thing with like a charging station. Now I can use that if I have an Airbnb mm-hmm. yep. and, you know, could my, that unit pay for it? Potentially. Uh, let's ask, maybe we'll ask bring my tax, tax professional. Adam. <laughs> it sounds like it. that. He or I mean, she says. Yeah, that's what I would do, but okay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's just sitting there. Well, hopefully uh, we don't have any IRS agents listening. And when you finally do buy your first Airbnb, they will, uh, I'll be listening, going back through previous episodes. I just want this to be part of the filtering so I don't have to reach out to all these people and bug them. I mean, geez, it's not the last time I looked anyway, <laughs> which was like last month. I mean, oh, you're talking, you're going back to Airbnb, Airbnb like, and seeing if they're, if they offer EV charging. Yeah. Cause now, you know, like I said, I did have somebody say eh, no. And then I had somebody go, what? And, <laughs> and they were like electric car. Like, so all of these, oh if they're God. in California, Adam, you should be saying, Hey, Hey bro, you should go solar. And so with EV charging. Yes, I should. Uh, and with a, yeah, with a station, man, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's it. That's all right. it for today. Great. We're going to wrap it up there. If you have a question for us for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. You can go to our Facebook page at Straight Talk SolarCast. Send us a message through there. And if you'd like to take a look and a listen to our past episodes, you can go to our website, solarharmonics.com. Click, at the po- click the podcast link at the top menu, and you'll be taken to a cornucopia of uh, past year's worth of shows and as always if you have a friend who is considering going solar especially if they have an airbnb they should be you should let them know about this podcast because it'll answer every question they have and it will save them thousands upon thousands of dollars they'll you know make a little more on that airbnb or actually probably a lot more uh, because jamie always says it's not what you make it's what you keep so until next time see ya That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.